let's head over to the Caridia Newsline, joined by national correspondent John Decker. Well, the president already scheduled to make a trip to Eastern Europe. Of course, we knew he would make a uh, trip to Poland. What we didn't know was that a surprise detour he made as well earlier this morning, speaking with President Zelensky in Kiev. Good morning, John. What should we need to know about this uh, Eastern European tour for President Biden? Well, I'm in Warsaw, Poland. I arrived uh, here this morning, local time, around the same time that the president arrived, local time in Kiev. Uh, He's now en route uh, to Warsaw. While he's here, he'll be meeting with his counterpart, uh, Poland's President Duda. He'll be meeting with nine other NATO leaders from the eastern flank of NATO, and he'll be making a policy speech tomorrow night here in Warsaw. And the purpose of that is to show the world that The U.S., our allies in Europe remain unified in supporting Ukraine and remain unified in terms of supporting them in the war that they are fighting against Russia. So that's a big part of this trip. A lot of it's symbolic, but also the president today, while he was in Kiev, announced a new round of military equipment that will be conveyed over to the Ukraine military. Now, you mentioned the symbolism of uh, this. What is the impact on on morale, on shoring up support among Western allies uh, about, uh, you know, showing up the uh, enemy? What What is the uh, impact of such a visit? I think it has a tremendous impact. You know, President Biden is one of the last leaders of uh, the Western world, our allies, to visit Ukraine. Uh, obviously, one of the reasons is because all the security uh, factors that need to be taken into account uh, for such a trip. You know, the leaders of the UK and France and Germany uh, and Italy, uh, the list goes on. I've already visited President Zelensky in Ukraine. Uh, but it, it sends a message to the world. It sends a message even to President Putin uh, that the U.S. and our allies uh, will continue with its support, its financial support, its humanitarian aid, its military assistance to Ukraine over the last year. Since February the 24th of last year, the U.S. has provided to Ukraine over $110 billion in military and humanitarian assistance to Ukraine. The European Union has also provided $100 billion in military and humanitarian assistance to Ukraine. That will continue. That's another message that the president will deliver in that speech tomorrow night. And, you know, John, normally you're covering uh, Washington, covering uh, Capitol Hill. How is this announcement of yet another half a billion dollars in dedicated aid to Ukraine really going to land uh, back here stateside, especially knowing uh, kind of the shift we've seen in Congress over the past couple months? Well, it's a very small vocal minority that is opposed to continuing to support Ukraine. I think you're talking about 12 Uh, members of Congress, Republicans who are opposed to continuing uh, aid to Ukraine, but it's it's a minority. And what we've seen is that it has been bipartisan. Uh, One of the strongest supporters of military assistance to Ukraine is Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell. Uh, He's made that clear. He traveled to Munich last week, made that clear in a major speech that he gave. Uh, And Kevin McCarthy has also indicated that he will support Uh, the effort to continue to supply Ukraine with military weapons. All right, John Decker, national correspondent. We expect to uh, be seeing a lot out of this visit. We'll see uh, what the end result is. Thank you. Thank you.